When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Father Tom Burke of the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh, and welcome to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. This show spotlights the important work of Catholic education in our Catholic schools and parish faith formation programs. Catholic Education Plus is brought to you by the generous supporters of Catholic education, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh in southwestern Pennsylvania. This morning we had to Beaver County to visit St. Monica Catholic Academy, which has a long and proud history. St. Monica's is located on 10th Street in Beaver Falls, where the doors first opened back in 1889 as St. Mary's Catholic School. The Sisters of Divine Providence taught the first classes in four rooms behind the church. Uh, They taught me uh, growing up, so I'm very near and dear to my heart. And the school moved to the present building in 1924, nearly a century ago, in the structure which has been expanded and updated with all the latest technology. St. Mary's School became Divine Mercy Academy in the 1995-96 school year and then was renamed St. Monica Catholic Academy back in 2014. St. Monica offers a safe, nurturing environment and a curriculum based on the gospel values and individual attention to students' needs. And my guests this morning are Jennifer Vela. She is the principal at St. Monica Catholic Academy and teacher Anne Romano. Jennifer and Anne, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you. Thanks for traveling uh, down here this morning to be with us. And Jennifer, you have an interesting personal history uh, with your school building. Can you tell our listeners what that connection is? Certainly. I actually was a student at St. Mary's School Mm. when it was known as St. Mary's. Mm -hmm. Um, I graduated from there in 1985, so I'm not going to tell you my age, but you can probably figure it out. Um, And then I went into education at Geneva, and then I got hired at St. John the Baptist School when it was still there, and I taught there for 20 years. In Manaka. In Manaka, Mm -hmm. Pennsylvania, exactly. And then um, the school ended up closing in 2014, and there was actually an opening for an eighth grade teaching position at St. Monica's, oh which was, gosh. yes, my... Where you were? Where I was a student there, there, however many years ago. Um, and I applied, and Annie Raybuck, who was the principal at the mm-hmm. time, was actually my sixth grade teacher when oh, I wow. went to St. Mary's. So um, I applied and got the position. So I taught eighth grade at St. Monica's for five years. And then um, the principal's position came open. And Father Shrek had approached me and mm-hmm. wanted to know if I would consider taking the principal's job. Um, and at first, I was a little hesitant. I wasn't sure if I wanted to get out of the classroom or not. I had mm-hmm. been teaching for 25 years, and that was a major decision for myself. So I said, well, you know, let me think about it. Let me pray on it. Um, and I'll let him know. And I made the decision in June that I would become the principal. So um, I'm really happy that I made that decision. Uh, Annie Raybuck is my mentor, and she has been a tremendous help for me. So this is your first year. This as is my the first year as wow. being the principal. Um, Good for you. And it's That's... a wonderful experience, just because I have such a connection to the school. Literally growing up there, Absolutely. you walk the halls, and, uh, yes, and then I... being coming back to be a teacher, and then now you're the principal. It's... Uh, the full that's, circle. That's providential. You know? It is. It is. And, uh, um, 
you know, and I'm truly blessed. I have a wonderful faculty, so I couldn't be happier with the decision. That is so that's just amazing. So you have 25 years of teaching yes, experience I do. Uh, at the former St. John the Baptist in Manaka. Why is Catholic education so important? I mean, to be a teacher and now to be the, the principal, why do you do this? This is awesome. Well, I think because of the fact that it teaches morals and values to the children, and especially in this time where you know, um, materialistic ideas are so prevalent, to have that Christ-centered teaching in Mm -hmm. the school, to be present in the school, uh, to continue the legacy of Catholic education in Beaver Falls. You know, we have a very proud tradition of having, you know, Catholic education in the school, and I think it's extremely important to teach those values and have the children understand that it's more about other people and caring about other people Mm -hmm. than themselves. And, you know, I'm very honored to be able to continue that. Wonderful. No, Ann, you attended St. Bonaventure School in Shaler, so you're I from did. the North Hills. Yes. And then you later taught at St. Paul Cathedral School in Oakland. Yes, uh, when that I was did. Open, I was the parochial vicar uh, at St. Paul's many years ago. And then you also uh, were at St. John's in Manaka mm-hmm. with Jennifer, so you both yes. were co-workers. Yes, we were. So you're like following each other now. Uh, did you start out thinking that you'd be a Catholic school teacher? I did not. In fact, I was almost opposed to the idea, but God obviously had other plans for my life. Um, uh, and it was mostly based on, you know, salaries. Mm-hmm. And I started with Pittsburgh Public Schools just substituting there. And I got disgusted with the daily phone calls of where I needed to be at, you know, 5 o'clock in the morning. And I... Um, knew that there was a job opening at St. Paul Cathedral. A friend of mine worked there, and she kept urging me to apply, and I you know, kept putting it aside until I became disgusted enough to say, okay, I want to try this and yeah. make a leap over there. So I applied. I got the position, and um, I was there until St. Paul's closed in 97, and then I um, stayed home with my child for the next five years and then I registered my child at St. John the Baptist and I prayed for a position. I registered him for kindergarten and I prayed for a position, um, you know, just to work somewhere that would fit into his half day kindergarten schedule. And the principal called me and said, Hey, would you like to be the kindergarten teacher? (laughs) So I started, you know, it was just an answer prayer. So I started at St. John's then. And then when St. John's closed, I, um, got hired at St. Monica as the same year that Mrs. Villa did. And you are co-workers together. You yes. Know? And, uh, and the Beaver Valley is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, I was the former pastor at St. James in Swickley, so I would travel through the Beaver Valley uh, a lot uh, when I was uh, there in, in the uh, Ohio Valley mm-hmm. area there. So, uh, and, and Father Kim Schreck is a great guy. He actually replaced me when he was a parochial vicar at St. Paul Cathedral. Oh, really? When I later on went on to be a pastor at Good Shepherd and Braddock. So Father Schreck is a, is a great guy, and along with uh, Father John Noggle. And what makes St. Monica Academy uh, so special? When I started there, I felt that I fit in immediately, um, you know, aside from the academics, I just feel that it is a very spiritual place that we really mm-hmm. uh, teach the core values of Catholic education and our, you know, have a Catholic identity in our school. Um, and I'm, I'm very proud to be able to carry on that tradition. 
So it's something that you're in, you're vested in. Absolutely. In, in special to you. Now, Jennifer, St. Monica's has been investing in uh, new technology, which is so important. Yes. You have to keep updating things constantly or changing in this and in, in the school building itself. What improvements have you made at, at St. Monica's? Um, this year, we were fortunate enough to be able to purchase 20 new Chromebooks mm-hmm. for our computer lab. Uh, we updated our Internet to now the entire building is wireless which in the past we've had connection problems, so we were able to fix that. Uh, Last year, Father Shrek generously purchased new laptops for all of our teachers. Mm. So we have really been trying to incorporate technology into the classroom. Uh, We've been using more technology in our math and science programs as well. So we know that that is something that we need to continue to do um, and hope to continue to improve on as well. And it's the Chromebooks, smart right. boards, all this technology. And I've been a priest for the last 18 years, and just things have changed so dramatically uh, since I was a newly rookie 18 years ago. And you do, you have to keep updating. And as soon as you get something, then just something else exactly. will come on. Just like, <laughs> you know, the iPhones and uh, this, it's just like, the technology is constantly changing, but that's good. And it is. And the it kids, is. the kids need to learn. They the do. New bells and whistles. I mean, it's a technology mm. age now, and yeah. we have to keep up. Keep it up. No, Ian. Obviously, you've been teaching for a long time before much of all this technology existed. How does this help with learning? Because I'm sure back when you were in public education, obviously mm. computers were just probably just starting to come exactly, out. Exactly. You exactly. Know? So it it. It helps tr- tremendously, and um, I incorporate it into a lot of my literature and English classes. Uh, however, there are things that I don't know, and I walk mm. past our social studies teacher, the eighth grade teacher, Mrs. Pacifico. I walk past her room, and she is constantly um, using the technology for various parts of her classes, and um you know, I'll go to her and I say, hey, what about this or what about that? So it's really a nice balance because she comes to me for, you know, her questions that she has. And then, you know, I can go to her too to teach me, you know, show me more technology, mm-hmm. show me how to do these certain things on the computer or whatever. So um, it works. It's a nice exchange. Everybody kind of, and adds. there's probably things that you are helping her with, right. you know, other mm-hmm. things too. So it's uh um, it's a two-way win-win street. Absolutely, and the kids benefit from it mm-hmm. immensely. It's nice to have all that, you know, right at your fingertips. You know, you can go to the internet at any time to answer questions. Yeah. And, uh, and Jennifer, your staff—they all kind of work together. They uh, do look um, after each other. Absolutely, yeah. and, and especially some of the older teachers, the sure. technology can kind of be a little intimidating. Intimidating, sure, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So it is nice to have the younger teachers on staff, who—that's what they are familiar with mm-hmm. when they were in college it was all the technology so it is wonderful to be able to go to someone and say hey i'm not real sure about how to do this or can you help me with this um and everyone's just you know willing to jump in like i said you know the faculty at saint monica is just absolutely tremendous and we work as a team you know we are all together for one purpose which is to support catholic education mm-hmm. for the benefit of our students you know and we are just a cohesive team that works seamlessly together and as i said i couldn't be more blessed with the faculty that I have. It's it's like a family. It too. is. It's Everybody a totally it's a family atmosphere. Absolutely, absolutely. And the two of you are almost like family. We you know, are going We're back like to your days. Almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, eighteen years. Eighteen yeah. years is long. That's as long as I've been a priest. <laughs> so, 
um, it, it just when you work with people, you have that camaraderie, mm-hmm. like you sisters. That's, mm-hmm. that's you know, I look at my 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 classmates when I was in the seminary, and we're like brothers, and right. it's like, hey, we're like coworkers in the vineyard, and you're walking this journey together, and you grow, you see how you've changed over the years, and you learn and you grow. So that's great. Right. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment here on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, the administrator of the Catholic Community of the East End of Pittsburgh, which is the parishes of St. Bede and Point Breeze, St. Charles Luanga in the East End, and St. James in Wilkinsburg. And this morning we are featuring St. Monica Catholic Academy located in Beaver Falls. And with me this morning is Jennifer Villa, who is the principal at St. Monica Catholic Academy, and Anne Romano, who is uh, one of the teachers there. And Jennifer, uh, as we were talking, there are a couple of spiritual traditions that started back when it was at St. Mary's School uh, while you were there, and they continue today. Uh, What are those traditions that are still continuing now at St. Monica's? Uh, They actually started when I was in seventh grade Mm -hmm. at St. Mary's, and we do what is called the Glory of Christmas, which is a live pageant done Mm. in grades four through eight, uh, which basically is the nativity story. And we also have done the living stations. Um, Both of those have been going on since 1984 when they started, yes. Uh, And we are very proud of those traditions. Another tradition we've done is we have a living rosary in October. Um, Each student participates. They're either saying a Hail Mary or an Our Father, and we used to have a church which was condemned so we mm-hmm. now do it in right. the gym st mary's was next exactly next door. we did have yes mm-hmm. our, our church used to be connected to our uh, existing campus mm-hmm. so what we do now is we go into the gym mm-hmm. and we pray the rosary together as a school That's and we fantastic. call it the living rosary because the students are actually the rosary themselves They're, they make a circle yes they make a the formation of the rosary and, really and each student participates so uh now that we're approaching thanksgiving this week uh and then obviously i've been hearing christmas music since right <laughs> before even halloween i'm like really and then now obviously the, the christmas shopping season will start exactly. uh, this coming friday and you know, it's it, people already have decorations up, so you're getting into that Christmas mode with the Christmas. Package, we have. Right? We've yeah. actually started practicing right after Halloween. Wow! Great. So we've been in full Christmas mode now for and they almost dress a up month. And they, de- they exactly. decorate and exactly. Wow, that's that's good. And that tradition's been going on since, since, since 1984, the since wow. I was in seventh grade. It started wow. with my seventh and grade. And I was class. in eighth grade, so, so. You know, like <laughs> there you go. We're one year apart. Yeah. <laughs> no, and prayer is a big part of the student experience at St. Monica's. Uh, what happens Friday afternoons with many of our students there? On Friday afternoons at 1.15, um, the 4th through 8th grades gather, and we say the Divine Mercy Chaplet mm. together. Um, they, I've tried to extend this to the parishioners, um, just if anybody wants to join us in prayer at that time, and any of your listeners mm-hmm. would be welcome to join us in prayer. Uh, we, we offer the intention for all the Catholic schools, uh, sure. particularly our school, but just for the continuation of Catholic education in our diocese. So 115 every Friday. 115 huh? every Friday. Wow. And, that, and then you invite your parishioners and the people yep. in the area, and even our listeners can yes. do that in, in spirit. Too. Right. Good. Now, Jennifer, St. Monica Catholic Academy partners with the Performing Arts School for a special music program. What is that? We actually uh, have a partnership with the Lincoln Park Performing mm. Arts in Midland, Midland. Pennsylvania. Excellent school. Yes. Yes. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And we have an affiliation, and what they've done is they have incorporated these steel pans as part of our music program. Mm. And they actually helped us purchase steel pans. So we do have steel pans on site. Um, and in second grade, we learn how to play them. Um, we have Mrs. Walsh, who is from Lincoln Park. She comes every Tuesday for our music program. And they it's amazing what they're able to do. Um, we have a spring concert, and the music that these little, you know, second graders second are graders. able to produce Fantastic. is just unbelievable so we are very fortunate and we also have a partnership with them through um lincoln park for our art program as well so you're grooming the kids that possibly some of these kids can go into music or theater yes you start at a very young age we do and we have several students who actually do continue their education through lincoln park so it works out really well that's a nice relationship for a charter school public uh helping with the parochial schools absolutely and and that's a nice partnership it is it really is and and enhancing uh, education in the Beaver Valley, which is so important. Exactly. What Steel pans. Steel are they pans. actual steel? They are actually steel. Like pots and pans? Or well, like a- <laughs> they're, not, they're a larger version of sure. pots and pans. But yes, they're actually, the surface of them is steel. And they make music. And they do. It sounds like you're in the Caribbean when they play yeah. the pans. It's amazing. If you it's- think... Um- like you're on a Caribbean cruise barrel, or something. Yes. Oil barrel. Yeah. That's what they look like. like. Some of them look like. Yeah. Really? It's amazing. I, I it's amazing. By the time they get to eighth grade, they're just awesome at it. That is great. Now, Anne, uh, you're known of having strong relationships with your students. How do you build uh, those relationships over the school year? Um, I think, you know, communicating with them is the key to building trust with them mm-hmm. and being transparent and um knowing i think for them to know that you have their best interest at heart and then when they come to trust you they'll um just mm-hmm. be more open to not only what what you're trying to teach them um academically in the classroom but i think spiritually as well that it gives i think any teacher credibility behind what they're saying so you look at the whole the holistic right. part of the child, not just the academics, but right. the whole person of it. Right. And the, like you're doing the prayer at 115, and you're developing that sense of uh, not being afraid of the teacher, so to speak, but just looking at the whole well-being of that youngster as they grow up. Absolutely. Too, and building that relationship Absolutely. and friendships, too. Yeah. Father Shrek, mm-hmm. you know, he's always said... Um, you know, our goal is to get these kids to heaven. Yes, it is to learn to read and write Mm -hmm. um, and to do all those other things. But our goal as a Catholic school should be getting a child to heaven and giving them all those tools to work with is my job. And that's what, why the parents invest wholeheartedly for their kids to go to a Catholic school, you know, the holistic of it. Now, Jennifer, you count on support from the parents and the parishioners and other benefactors of St. Monica Catholic Academy. How do they help uh, strengthen the school? Because that's so important to have the parents and the financial aspect of it. We do, and we're very blessed to have a very supportive parental group. Mm -hmm. Uh, This past summer, we did make some improvements in the building itself, and we had a lot of parent volunteers who just came and gave up their time to help you know, paint the lower levels of the building, um, help 
get rid of some of the things that had collected over the years. Sure. I mean, the school has been there for 130 mm. years, so we've <laughs> collected a lot. a lot of things mm -hmm. that needed to be taken away. Um, so they were very helpful. Uh, if we need anything, they're willing to help. They're willing to volunteer, uh, fundraisers and so forth. Um, and as far as the parish, they are very supportive of the school. You know, they're willing to do whatever they need. They come and support the programs at the uh, church. And we have what's called an angel fund, which is a group of parishioners who about 30 years ago or so um, created a really, it's uh, a fund for the school to help with students who are unable to pay tuition. Or like need, a scholarship. Exactly. Yeah, who need tuition assistance. Mm -hmm. um, and they are the main reason that we still exist today. Without their support, without their financial support, the school wouldn't have survived. They're angels. They yeah. are true mm -hmm. angels. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are thankful that they are willing to give the support to the school that they've been able to do for so many years. Now, for parents who might be interested in St. Monica Catholic Academy for their child or some grandparents that are listening uh, this morning, uh, you offer tours and shadow days. Can you tell us about those and how uh, people can get a hold of you? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, if you go on our website, which is www.stmonicaacademy.org, uh, you can set a tour up through there, or you can call me directly at the school's number. It's area code 724-846-5955. Uh, you can speak with myself, and I will be more than happy to set up a tour. Mm. We've had students come and spend the day with us through our shadowing program to kind of get a feel. Sit in the classrooms, exactly. be with the kids, Absolutely. cafeteria. Exactly, yeah. just mm -hmm. to see how yeah. a typical day at St. Mm -hmm. Monica's like is. A test drive, so Exactly, to speak. meet the teachers, meet mm -hmm. the students. Um, so it's a wonderful opportunity if you're thinking of coming to St. Monica. You know, please give us a call. Again, you can go on our website um, and contact us through there, and we would be more than happy to come and you know meet with you and see if St. Monica is a good fit for you and your family. That's great. Jennifer Villa, Ann Romano, thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you, thank you. for having us. We'll be back in a moment. This week in our Plus segment, we're featuring Amen to Action Meals of Hope. This is coming up this coming Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, uh, November 29th, 9 a.m. to 12.30 at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Join us as we come together for the third year to worship and to pack uh, one million meals. You make these meal boxes for the hungry. It's Friday, uh, November the 29th, 9 to 12.30 at the Convention Center downtown, and Amen to Action Meals of Hope. What a wonderful way, instead of going shopping, to give back to our society and make these meals, make it a community uh, gathering, a lot of youth groups, uh, young adults coming together, teams, parishes, uh, community groups coming together, one million meals of hope helping the hungry. Friday, November the 29th, 9 to 12.30 p.m., right downtown at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. You can register at amentoaction.org. That's amentoaction.org. Meals of Hope, Friday, November the 29th, David L. Lawrence Convention Center, 9 to 12.30. We'll see you there. Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus, and thanks again to our supporters, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. I'm Father Tom Burke. Join us again in two weeks at 630 right here on KDK Radio.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 